Hi, this is Emily. Welcome, friends. Follow me into a world of wonder, magic, and of course, fairy tales. So buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride as we explore the world of reading. Today we'll read one chapter of *A Little Princess* by Frances Hodgson Burnett. This little princess's father is a soldier who goes to war. Will he ever come back? Stay tuned to find out. *A Little Princess* by Frances Hodgson Burnett, Chapter One, Sarah. Once on a dark winter's day, the yellow fog hung so thick and heavy in the streets of London that the gas lamps were lit as if it was night. A serious, thoughtful little girl sat with her father in a cab carriage behind slow-moving horses. Sarah Crewe was only seven, but she felt as if she had lived a long, long time. She was thinking of the sea voyage she had just made from the blazing sun of her home in India to cold, dark England. She moved closer to her father. "What is it, darling?" The handsome young Captain Crew held her close. "Is this the place, Papa?" Sarah whispered. "Yes, little Sarah, it is." She knew that he felt as sad as she did. He was the only relative Sarah had in the world, and they loved each other very much. He was rich and gave her toys and pets and everything she wanted. Her mother had died when she was born, so their many Indian servants cared for her. They bowed to her and called her Missy Sahib, and let her have her own way in everything. Her only unhappiness had been in knowing that she must spend several years in a boarding school in England while her father lived in India. The climate in India was very bad for children. As soon as possible, they were sent away from it, usually to London or Paris to stay at school. And now Sarah was here in London. But you will be happy here, little Sarah," her father said. "You will go to a nice house where there will be a lot of little girls to play with. I will send you plenty of books, and the time will pass very quickly." He kissed her and held her more closely in his arms as the cab driver pulled his horses to a stop in front of the school. It was a big brick row house, exactly like all the others in its square, except that on the front door a brass plate read, "Miss Minchin, Select Seminary for Young Ladies." They entered a hall that looked shiny and hard, and were taken into a drawing room, which was covered by a rug with a square pattern onto it. The chairs were square and seemed to have hard bones in them. A heavy marble clock stood upon the heavy mantel. As she sat down in one of the stiff chairs, Sarah looked about her. "I don't like it, Papa," she said. "But then I suppose soldiers, even brave ones, don't like going into battle. So since I am here, I must be resigned." Captain Crew laughed. "Oh, little Sarah," he said, "what shall I do when I have no one to say serious things to me?" And then suddenly he stopped laughing. He swept her into his arms and hugged her very hard, looking almost as if tears had come into his eyes. Just then, Miss Minchin entered the room. She was very like her house, Sarah thought, tall and stiff and ugly. She had cold eyes and she had a fishy smile for the rich Captain Crew. 
It will be a great honor to have charge of such a beautiful and clever child, she said. Why does she say I am beautiful? thought Sarah. I'm not beautiful at all. She is telling a lie. Sarah wasn't aware that she had an odd charm of her own. She was slim and rather tall for her age. Her short black hair curled at the tips. She had gray-green eyes with long black lashes. Her mouth seemed to have a smile playing around its corners, but it could also be very determined. She stood near her father and listened while he and Miss Minchin talked. Sarah was to have a pretty bedroom and sitting room of her own. She would also have a carriage and a maid. She was always sitting with her little nose in a big grown-up book, her father said. Send her out to buy a new doll if she reads too much. Papa, Sarah said, if I bought many new dolls, I would have more than I could be found of. Dolls ought to be your dearest friend. Emily is going to be my dearest friend. Who is Emily? Miss Minchin inquired. Emily is a doll Papa is going to buy for me, Sarah said. She's going to be my friend when Papa is gone. Sarah stayed with her father for several days at his hotel before he sailed back to India. He took her to fine shops and bought clothes that were much too grand for a child of seven. There were velvet and lace dresses, fur coats and muffs and hats, gloves and handkerchiefs, and silk stockings. They looked at a great many dolls before they found just the right Emily. I want a doll who looks as if she listens when I talk to her, Sarah explained. They had passed two or three shops when Sarah suddenly clutched her father's arm. Oh, Papa, she cried, pointing to a doll in the window. There she is. There is Emily. She is actually waiting there for us. Let us go into her. She was a large doll with long golden brown curling hair. Her eyes were blue with real eyelashes, and she looked as if she could listen. Oh, of course, Papa, Sarah said. This is Emily. They took her to a children's dress shop and bought her clothes as grand as Sarah's own. The next day, Captain Crewe took Sarah to Miss Minchin's. He explained to Miss Minchin that his lawyer, Mr. Barrow, would pay for Sarah's expenses, and she was to be given whatever she asked for. Then Sarah and her father went into Sarah's own sitting room to tell each other goodbye. Sarah sat on his knee and looked long and hard at his face. Are you learning me by heart, little Sarah? He said, stroking her hair. No, she answered. I know you by heart. You are inside my heart. They held each other close until it was time for him to go. When the cab drove away, Sarah was sitting with Emily on the floor of her room, watching from her window. Miss Minchin sent her sister, Miss Amelia, to see what the child was doing, but Miss Amelia couldn't open the door. I haven't. I have locked it. Said a polite little voice from inside. I want to be quiet myself, if you please. Sarah so- held Emily and watched her father's cab until it turned the corner of the square. While Captain Crew looked backward, waving and kissing his hand as if he could not bear to stop. Poor little Sarah. I bet she misses her dad very much. Want to hear more? Listen in next time on another Worthy Reads. Well, that's all for now. Come back next week to hear another story. Don't miss it.
If you have any questions or want to tell me something, email me at emmygirl@mike.com. That's emmygirl, E-M-I-G-I-R-L, at mac, M-A-C, dot com. Don't forget to ask your parents first, though. See you next time on Worthy Reads with Emily. Bye.